0: I know I could have easily let Miz continue competing on Raw, and I know this whole war that's been raging between us for so many years could have just quietly disappeared. But I'm not done.
1: I still have something to prove to The Miz, and I'm gonna prove it at SummerSlam.
0: I have nothing to prove to Daniel Bryan. I've surpassed him in every possible way. Daniel Bryan has done nothing since returning. If Daniel Bryan wants to prove something to me, it's too late. And if Daniel Bryan wants to prove himself to the rest of the world, well, Daniel, I am not your prove it match. I am your made it match. You beat me, and you've made it. But the only thing that you have made is an embarrassment of yourself over and over and over again. You are incapable of surviving without me. Well, mark my words, at the end of our match at SummerSlam, my nightmare of you for the past eight years will be over, and you will have no
1: choice but to admit that I am better Look,
0: than you. Looking, 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 looking. Looking for revenge. All summer 16, all summer 16. Playing dirty, not clean. Out front for a season, looking like a damn football team. All in the same thing, all rapping one thing. Looking for revenge. To do what you couldn't do. Tell Obama that my verses are just like the whips at the end, they bulletproof. Minus 20, we in Pitfield, at K's Kitchen, and a Canada goose. Famous as fuck, but I'm still in the cut when they round up the truce. I'm a sicko, a real sicko, when you get to know me, nigga. I let the disc record drop, you was staying right below me, nigga. We must have played it a hundred times, you was going to bed. Why would I put on a vest? I expect you to aim for the head. I could have killed you the first time. You don't have to... should have some shitty meal, because I'm not supposed to eat heavy after 8 p.m. Huh? <laughs> yeah, shut up. All right, let's, let's start. We're already recording. Welcome
1: to the A Show. <laughs> what? Oh, fuck! <laughs> uh, I am Justin for Meals, who is extremely, exceedingly hungry today.
0: I am hungry. Listen, I had a smoothie for lunch. That's probably it. I need, I need um, chicken or beef or some sort of meat in my system. I'm just be honest with you.
1: People are dunking on Dave Meltzer right now. I'm here for it. Turn, Turn that it. up. Turn all of that up. Turn that up. I'm ready for it. All right, so so you, uh, Dave You just Milter,
0: got me hip to it. Yeah, you just got me hip to it. So what, what what's going on?
1: Dave Meltzer said some pretty inflammatory things about Peyton Royce a week ago about how basically like she looked like him and like he and his co-host were saying, like, oh, the iconics looked a lot better when they were when they were lighter and leaner on, on NXT, they look more attractive, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Peyton Royce, it can't, it got back to her. And she... Uh, she
0: the, internet's the, a, the, the internet's a small place.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm just going to read some of the stuff that, that they've been saying. This was like, a, like an hour or, or so ago, two four hours ago. S- she says, so what would you have me do, Dave? Starve myself? This is how nightmares for young women start. The females in your life must be proud. Yeesh. Terrible. So, so after that, uh, Renee Young follows this up. Yes, that's right. Renee Young says... To, to like basically
0: about Dave. our commentator renee young by the way
1: what a true piece of sweltering hot garbage you're an angel he's talking to peyton here you're an angel too good for this earth he'd be lucky if you gave him the time of day which you would because you're a great person love you girl let's set better examples turn that up keep please it, turn that up, keep then, the billy, up. then billy then billy k says this is unacceptable on so many levels how dare you say that someone is more attractive when they're lighter you have no idea how stupid comments like this can affect someone for life. Peyton Royce is a perfect woman, perfect the way that she is, A uh, strong and beautiful woman. Again, turn that up. Turn and it up. Seth Rollins says negative six stars,
0: Dave. Woo! Full volume. Beautiful it is. There. It
1: is completely turned up at this point.
0: It is we're, up max level, baby.
1: And here's the thing, like, <laughs> Dave Meltzer is just a small. He's a he's a large and loud uh you know example of 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 what you know the issues that are going on uh with wrestling journalism is but i am glad that people are t- are taking him to task for the shit that he says about women man
0: i agree listen as someone who is rarely critical about women um especially on this show uh um, <laughs> which is really critical listen I I, don't, I only speak about in ring work and things that a handful there but this is this is a shitty it's, trust me this is very it's a very shitty thing for him to say and it's very ignorant and very especially in this climate and being able to think that you can say that to me it represents a lot of what the thoughts are only in just in just the world it's maybe this is detrimental in the wrestling business especially for women for for in just the world man it's unacceptable unacceptable i'm glad the entire roster's taking him to task because quite frankly (laughs) it's about time that dave melzer you know he, he he's been the standard for a while and i think it's time for a new standard quite frankly
1: dave he actually he actually apologized and the apology is worse this motherfucker said i'd like to apologize to you you are an exceedingly attractive woman i do not realize the lengths and pressures on women in the entertainment world to maintain a natural looks at times, and I'm glad that you pointed this this out. What an idiot! Why, why do you say you're an exceedingly attractive? Did, did he understand exactly what, what he was apologizing for?
0: What a rube! How about that? How about that? What a pig! A pig! He's, the, the, a si- he's a cis pig. He's a cis pig. The worst type of pig. Oh my God! Listen, the man. I don't know, man. It's it, clearly. I I don't think you know. I don't want to hold a standard for all wrestling fans because I do feel like the culture is changing, but it's definitely been a culture in, in in for wrestling fans for a long time of just like the women not meeting as much as the men or thoughts and opinions on it or things like that. And I think I'm glad that the opinion is starting to change. A lot of it's been helping with the WWE. A lot of been helping with social media and just awareness about like things you should say and, and 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 all this other stuff. The fact that he's still saying this, get away with this, and then you know. With that sort of apology, I think it's time we need a new standard. I think it's time. I think we're over, quite frankly, over Dave Meltzer. I mean, he, I, I respect everything that he's done thus far and just being bringing wrestling journalism to the front. But quite frankly, it, he's aged out. No offense.
1: No, kind of offense.
0: it's he's kind of offense. It's kind of offense.
1: It's him and a lot of other people. You know?
0: Yeah, and the fact that we still have him as a voice in that, and just not understanding the way professional wrestling works today, and not understanding these things are very detrimental to the psyche of a woman, and, and and just the psyche in general of not even just a woman, and just thinking that men can say that and get away with that, or that find that acceptable. You know, I think it's time we search for a new voice in professional wrestling. I think the the era of Dave Meltzer, no, no, you know. I appreciate everything he's done. I know he's trailblazed, but the, quite frankly, the era is over. To me, the era was over when he rated something six stars, and that meant the stars meant nothing to me, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, that, at that point, he was fucking around with people uh, for real, honestly. Uh, I, and again, this is the A show. Like this, you know, things happen quite immediately, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and we we comment on them. And so, like, this is something that happens literally as soon as we hit we hit record on, on the episode. It's happening in real time, baby. That's what we do on this show.
0: Listen, it's the greatest show ever. The greatest wrestling show ever.
1: But uh, we're going to get straight to it. We got, a, we got a pretty stacked show today. We're going to be talking about the SummerSlam weekend card and uh, everything that, that is to come this weekend on a very, very huge weekend. Uh, In wrestling, I'm very, very excited. I also want to thank everybody for listening to two of our bonus shows this week. We had a bonus show with uh, myself and Meals talking about the uh, SummerSlam 2000 main event, which did very, very well, thanks to everybody that listened to it. Um, And we also had the G Show, a a one-time-only, maybe, show where... Uh, we talked about the G1. Uh, we got we got a got a lot of good feedback about that. It just dropped today. And uh, if you guys like that, I would love to talk about New Japan and, and indie wrestling. So uh, just add another another show to my plate.
0: <laughs> listen, between this, between R and T radio, sometimes maybe um, between late fees, between what else do you do? Uh, what else do I do? I do this show. Anything show. <laughs> else? Quite frankly, yeah. Anything else that you're called upon for? Listen. One of the busiest men. I applaud you, sir. I applaud you for your, you know, everything that you've done, everything that you watch, and everything moving forward.
1: Yeah, somebody asked me the other day, "How the fuck did you watch so much wrestling and so much like the movies that you have to watch for late fees?"
0: I asked you that, motherfucker. Yeah, you asked me. <laughs>
1: yeah, I everything you watched, You asked me on the lookout, didn't you? you asked I asked you that
0: on the lookout, <laughs> which also See, came out today. Shout out to that show, which you was also featured on.
1: I'm featured on that too, so it's like I, I don't really have time to. Do anything. I know I know my, my girlfriend's like, what the fuck? You're listen, watching wrestling you're, again? <laughs>
0: you're in, listen, we're not we're in the same boat. Another wrestling, another podcast, another podcast. Four times a week. I'm doing podcasts at this point. So it's kind of
1: at, at least we're not in the streets. At least you know what the fuck at least doing. we're
0: not in the streets. At least you know, <laughs> we got an alibi. Between five eighteen and six thirty, I'm I was here talking wrestling with J5, you know.
1: See, you know, i talk, i talk to you more than, you know, we talk to each other more than we probably talk to our significant others. This
0: is, this is insane. Uh, how does this happen?
1: Yeah. Um. But uh, thanks to everybody who watched those bonus shows uh, this week. They, they did it really well. And I, and uh, I think that, you know, again if you like if you like that just tell us that you want to do more and and vote on the on the uh, polls that we have what what would you do for a a bonus like a bonus uh, live watch show again meals I I think we should upgrade it man I really do think we should upgrade it to a full show
0: a full show bro I don't know I might not have the time bro that's a long ass show that's a long show
1: nah man nah I
0: I mean you know what if people want it enough people demand it enough I'll do a full live show it better not be one of them New Japan shows you know six (laughs) hours <laughs> the six hour <laughs> there are no more long
1: that Wrestle Kingdom is six hours. No, but you watch fucking WrestleMania, watch WrestleMania
0: happens once and Rest, and, 90, and New Japan 90, shows are no more than three hours. 90% of WrestleMania are not six hours long. There's <laughs> about like 80% that's three hours long. Bro, it's some racism going on here. No, it's, oh, come that. on. I hate you. All right. Go away. Go. Bye. Thank you. Let's get That's on the whole bar. <laughs> let's get on the whole bar. Please. Come on.
1: All right. no. Turn bar. that let's, down. Turn that let's, down. Let's start it off uh, with Ms. and Mrs. was renewed uh, to, to 2019. Uh, they ordered, USA uh, ordered nine, uh, 14, I believe, more episodes of the show to air next year. Uh, I just wanted, I just put that in there for you, Mel. That doesn't really hold any... Uh,
0: Shout out any to The Miz. Shout out to The Miz. I mean, quite frankly, what else is going on on the USA Network between Monday Night Raw and, and Miz and Mrs.? Is there anything else? Chris Lee's know the best. People are on that. Um, you know, the show about the football player. What, well, I, I don't know what else they're airing, if it's not right before Raw or right after SmackDown. I really don't know. So, you know what? I'm sure this will benefit the network incredibly. I I
1: mean the, I heard the Cromardi show is actually pretty good. Oh. I mean, I'll take your word for it. Uh next up on the on the slate, uh Randy back to bite him in uh more ways than one. Um do we even I, I don't even know if I want to read into uh the allegations that are against uh, against Randy Orton, but it is pretty disgusting what he's been uh what he's been accused of rather.
0: You know, I, I don't know if this came from an actual genuine source. Like what's, what's the source? Uh, the source is, uh,
1: a a Reddit user actually posted. He made a post highlighting a story from former WWE writer and current MLW head honcho court Bauer. Mm. Uh, Bauer, Bauer talks about, uh, a time when, when Randy Orton was acting inappropriate with writers, uh, where he said, um, like he said That every writer That would show up They would come in Like Randy would come in he pull he pull on his pants Pull out his, his penis Touch his penis And then say I'm Randy Orton Shake my hand And if you didn't do it He'd say Oh you're big league Like you're big timing me Like I'm Randy Orton Like you can't And I would say Yes star. I'm
0: big timing you Because I would rather Not touch your You know Your genitals Yeah genitals I want to say that Let's go with that Yeah I, I am 100% Big timing you Randy Thanks a lot Thanks for coming No way it's- how many so, writers uh, actually did it? I'm very, I'm very concerned now. Well, everyone that's that's popped out and, and addressed it
1: that like Freddie, Freddie Prince Jr. said he didn't. But I'm oh. pretty sure he wouldn't pull that. But it, so it Prince happened.
0: Jr. There's at least one more than one source that has confirmed that this has happened.
1: Yeah, and Court Bower said it's happened, Freddie Prince said it's happened. Uh Court says that he was actually lucky because when he when Randy was about to do it, Stephanie McMahon uh walked in.
0: Ooh. Uh, yeah, he's not doing that. This is big Steph.
1: So this has caused the WWE to actually come out and say that they're looking into this. Uh, as, as of right now, <laughs> yeah, like as of right now, nothing has has actually. Is that um, why he's not on SummerSlam? Well, he was never. He was never on. I mean, he was on SmackDown this week, so it's like it's it's not like he.
0: This is you know, true. Lurking, wasn't, lurking in it? the darkness, probably with his his genitals in his hand. No, I'm kidding.
1: And my thing is, do you feel as though uh, for something that has happened like like this? uh do what what do you think should happen to him do uh, should they come to a, a a decision on on this this matter
0: um if i know anything in this situation i don't think it's a large enough story that's garnered enough press to actually do something heavy about it I he's probably going to receive a fine um much like most things in randy's career where you know he's he's broken the rules but they managed to bend it around him he's probably going to receive a fine he's probably going to receive a talking to um yeah. he's probably gonna have to maybe issue an apology probably he's not get suspended
1: I, and the thing is if, if they do come to to find that some these these allegations hold hold merit and and they feel or i'm sorry they feel as though they hold they hold merit he's gonna get suspended remember randy's on his last strike last
0: strike like he's been <laughs> he's been on his last strike a couple times i feel like it's been a, a a couple last strikes i mean we had an incident a couple years ago where alberto del rio slapped a writer or, or no sorry the social media manager and he was immediately fired yeah. so to have someone forcibly someone to touch your generals, to me it's is ground for firing um especially after hearing that but considering that how much time has gone by and how much things have changed since then. That's, that might help him. That might, that help, might him. help him. Yeah. It, quite honestly, might help him. It's not as fresh in the mind. If they find out he was doing that on Tuesday, you know, he was a writer on the writers and he's still doing this over the, over the course of the last 12 years. I, that would be a different story. But yeah.
1: You know. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, this is about to test the actual power of Randy Orton in that building.
0: Oh, come on. The, the Randy Orton's power has been tested over the last, how long he's been in WWE, last 15 to 18 years. Yeah. The man is, he should have been fired already. <laughs> a lot but of he, times. But he hasn't. And especially, you know, this is from the, someone who's, you know, rumored to have, you know, taken a dump in someone's purse. That that's
1: gonna come out. All of that's gonna come out. And the thing is, is it's funny is that none of this stuff happens now, but this could come back to bite all the people that didn't that didn't do that. And and I think that's that's
0: actually nuts. It's just white privilege in action. <laughs> wow, that that how you sing? You can sing, bro. I could sing a little bit.
1: <laughs> oh, that was impressive. We need to we need to turn that up. <laughs> 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 Shit. Uh, Zelina Vega dunked on Austin Aries so brutally
0: last week. Uh,
1: did you, did you see what happened here on the, on the, on the Twitter machine?
0: I did see it. You know, I don't see why people, they broke up quite a minute ago. I'm not sure if people, why people are continuing to associate them because quite frankly, in my opinion, all right, so I'm clearly, every. I, I think if you don't know this by They're now. They were together for five years. Yeah. To me, if you don't know this by now, know this now. I'm not a big fan of Austin Aries. I think he kind of is very lame. Um, and when I found out that, you know, Thea Trinidad, now Zelina Vega, was with him, I was like, how did that got – you know what? I don't want to judge. I don't want to judge. <laughs> But I still question the nature of the relationship, kind of like how people always questioned, like, how did Jermaine Dupree get Janet Jackson? Um, but they, they've been, you know, apart for a long time. I'm not sure why a lot of people associate them, and I don't even know why he himself would bring himself to address this sort of situation. Um, maybe he thought they were on amicable terms, but they're not, <laughs> and she yeah. made it very clear. Um and it's nothing. Let you know. It sucks to get flamed on Twitter in that mm-hmm. sort of way, especially by an ex, especially by someone people have known very publicly. This is but why he, you got to stay low.
1: He was going too far too though. Like back in uh, when she debuted in May he said something like, congrats to my ex-girlfriend Zelina Vega on her SmackDown Live debut. You didn't have to say ex-girlfriend. You could have just said congrats to her or you could have did it privately. But now she kind of clarifies where they actually stand emotionally. Oh, she everything. did. Oh, yes, she did. Like she said, I'm going to say this once. We are not together and have not been together for a very long time. We were certainly never married or engaged. I moved on a long time ago and do not wish to be associated with him. I think that his comments
0: in May, she probably looked at that and was like, this motherfucker's crazy. He's kind of crazy. Listen, she has moved on. Um, There's talking circles. She's moved on with someone, you know, you know, who's also in the business. Um, uh, So maybe she just really doesn't want to address it. She's over that part of her life. Perhaps it was a, a situation that she wasn't very happy with and she's ready to move on. She's a strong, you know, she's a strong woman who doesn't need to be, you know, doesn't really need that type of energy in her life. You know what? Yeah. I, I don't blame her. I don't blame her. It's a. We're, we're, if I'm Zelina Vega, I'm off that. I really am. I'm. I'm done. I'm done. We don't need to talk about this anymore. Quite frankly. Um, C- congrats to Zelina
1: Vega. I heard that she's she, uh, she. She's had some black times lately. Ooh, wait a minute. Once you uh, go back,
0: you never go back. You know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are not going to get it, but then when you get it, you get it. Um, Renee Young. Made history.
1: Uh, we're not actually going to speak on a lot from Raw, so we're going to speak on it in these terms. But Renee Young made, made history this week uh, as she became the first woman to uh, be on the announce desk for Raw, the, the complete episode. Uh, how did you feel about Renee Young on
0: Raw this week? You know what I didn't really notice, which is good. Yeah, it's a good thing. That's a. There's nothing glaringly like with Coach where he says something stupid and then tries to double down and to argue for himself and then Corey and and Michael Cole pretty much jump him. There was none of that. It was seemed like an actual cohesive, you know, commentating table where they're talking about the action in the ring and giving analysis in their own distinct ways. It's it's to be honest, it was it was a very good move. It's a very good upgrade from. Uh, her times in NXT. And I think that's mainly because of her time spent doing the pre-shows. She knows a lot about the talent. She's researched a lot about the talent. She's able to give analysis and opinions doing from that. And just, I think the transition to the commentary table proved a little bit more seamless than we actually thought it would be. What do you think?
1: Uh, I I think that she was good in in the sense that she, it gave Corey Graves someone else someone else to play off of, mm-hmm. and I liked I liked her and Corey playing off of each other, and I also liked that. Like Michael Cole felt like he felt as though like I felt as though he was like kind of like the elder statesman, which is crazy to say, but he, he did an excellent job and, and just it kept it to Michael and Corey being play by play and Renee adding in some spice and some culture there. And right. I thought that was amazing. I thought it was really good. I, I really want her to come back. I, I'm dreading coach coming back uh, for SummerSlam.
0: Every time I dread a coach coming back, I kind of hope. You know, I miss Booker T, but, you know, if you get Renee, I'm not mad at that either, quite honestly. We should start Uh, the
1: hashtag, bring Renee back.
0: Bring Renee back. Listen, let's do it. I'm
1: with it. Bring Renee the fuck back, bro. So uh, congrats to to Renee. She did an excellent job. And speaking of Renee, on the same show, ironically, that she started in the made history, her uh, husband came back, returned. On Raw, on Monday night, that pop was insane. And Dean Ambrose looks like he popped a couple of steroid pills. Not going to lie. Um, he looked crazy, bro. He looked
0: like a fucking blimp. Listen, as someone who's... I, I think he's, you know... He's definitely put on size. He's definitely been in the gym. He's definitely been working towards this return, and I think he's had in his idea. I think when now that he, considering he was off the sort of continuing perpetual motion that is WWE and the schedule and things like that, he's had time to reflect. He has time to work out. He has time to probably improve his diet or do anything like that I think of his character, how he wants to move forward. The man looks phenomenal, to be honest. He looks like an actual lunatic which is a step up from where he was before. And it's a, it's definitely a noticeable change, which I think is welcomed at this point in his career, um, considering one could argue that Dean Ambrose may have gotten, you know, stale or at least... Um, he looked tired. He looked yeah, tired, honestly. he looked very, very tired. And it just kept this thing that was kind of going. Um, sometimes injuries do that. Sometimes this is a blessing in disguise and you're able to sort of look back, take a step back, look at the entire thing and be able to, you know, reanalyze where you want to be and how you want to be in this company. Um, Dean Ambrose looks great. Dean, he looks like an actual lunatic.
1: Yeah, I, he looked, it looked like he, you know, he hadn't uh, missed a step. And uh, I'm, I'm really glad he's back. I think Raw needed, you know, you don't notice how much he's, you're missed until you see him and then you start to put together the, uh, the programs he could be in right
0: now. And I think that's going to be fucking sweet. Gosh, I hope it's not the Dean Ambrose versus Baron Corbin. Please, God, no. Oh, didn't we get that? We got that before, didn't we? I'm sure we have in some sort of iteration. And probably on SmackDown or something. On SmackDown, I think we got that. Probably um, We're on Raw, you know, whatever.
1: Yuck. Don't want that. But uh let, let's go ahead and get into our predictions, our predictions part. Like I said, we are skipping Raw on SmackDown. I don't think much happened. I I thought there was a pretty cool Paul Heyman segment on on Raw. Uh, But other than that, not much to me stood out from either show. It was a bunch of vignettes. I would say if you had to catch anything on SmackDown, catch the uh, three part Daniel Bryan versus the Miz uh, video vignette
0: thing. It was, uh, it was amazing. It was incredible, quite honestly. Yeah. Um, Sort of not having them on the show, but still featuring them and sort of this great, you know, back and forth promo of how their careers are linked and everything like that. It was fantastic. And, and, Quite honestly, you don't even have to watch the show to, to do it because it's on YouTube. So, yeah. you know, YouTube is quite possibly the greatest way to enjoy Monday Night Raw or SmackDown.
1: I actually had to watch the show on YouTube uh, this week because my DVR, for some strange reason, recorded. I'm guessing Ms. and Mrs. must have played uh, before SmackDown. Last oh, you night.
0: know it does. Yeah.
1: They it sandwiched it. It recorded Ms. and Mrs. and not SmackDown because i guess they labeled it i guess they labeled the show as the same show i think they, they fucked up last last night and i actually had i was like speeding through and i was like wait a minute is this just miss and mrs and i wait, couldn't so watch smackdown
0: so you didn't watch miss and mrs wow
1: no oh absolutely not oh i did not god. watch that show wow
0: all right uh,
1: yeah. uh but let's start with the uh, nxt takeover it's are not you for everybody re- you know oh god it's definitely <laughs> not for me uh what did you what did you uh are you gonna go to take over this year
0: I am one hundred percent going to take over, okay. I'm one hundred percent. I'm there. Um, I haven't missed a takeover since it's been to Brooklyn. Um, I've enjoyed them thoroughly. Um they've always been a great time. Each year has been a better year than the last. Um, I was there for Bailey versus Sasha. I was there for DIY versus The Revival. I was there last year for when, you know, The Undisputed Era debuted and I'm looking forward to whatever happens. Whatever madness happens at NXT Takeover Brooklyn 4.
1: What is it like to get to that show from where from where you're at? Well, like what train do you take
0: and shit? I literally take one train. It takes me 20 minutes to get there. Um, it depends how I feel Sometimes I You know I'm, I'm going with Carlos I've gone with Carlos For a, a number of years So usually I meet him there um, So we You know We get there usually early But if it was just me on my own I'm not showing up early I show up late I walk in late I walk in when they're taping NXT Wow Uppity Negro <laughs> Yo you sent me them row 14 seats And I'm just like Bro come on four, That's at least 14 Separate people That I have to and you know, you know what's the worst part? It's those fucking kids. It's those kids, man. It's what's wrong kids. with the kids at NXT? Because the kids don't pay for the seats, but they're all in front of me enjoying it, and I want to be where they're at. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be where they're at. Like there's a six-year-old who gets a you know slap fives at Alistair Black or you know, all that other stuff, and I'm here in row 14 looking at the show from the Titan Tron, you know? <laughs> 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 so that's where i want to be i just want to be in the front row you know you've experienced it once um, many times i'm uh, i'm trying to i'm chasing that feeling i'm chasing it i need to go front row all
1: right so this is the fourth brooklyn card that, that they're doing it seems as though this will be the I'm last one of us eating on the show by the way hey i had to grab a cookie <laughs> <laughs> while you were while you were uh, talking, I had to grab a cookie. So it's the fourth Brooklyn card. Um, this might be the last one. I know. I don't know if you've heard that that uh, Summer might be moving. No,
0: I've, I've I've heard it. I've heard it. I've heard the rumblings. So I thought I'm they were going to move this year, quite honestly. But I'm hearing that it's Toronto.
1: I've heard that. So if, if and in the, and they're going to be in Toronto for like the, the foreseeable future. So. We're actually going to be getting NXT Toronto, so like they have to make a they have to make a huge impact on Brooklyn because they might not come back here for a while. I mean, they're coming back next year for oh shit, they're coming back for WrestleMania. <laughs> so would that, that really would that be five? Would that be five? It might identify? be five.
0: It might be five. It depends where they emanate from because, quite frankly, you know, it, they're they're going to MetLife for WrestleMania, so I'm assuming they may not want to be so far away for the remaining shows. But uh, chances are, you know, the Raw after WrestleMania, SmackDown WrestleMania will be at the Barclays Center Um, because, quite frankly, I don't think they're going to pay to go to Medicine Square Garden again. So it might be at the Barclays Center or maybe East Rutherford, New Jersey or whatever arena over there. (laughs) Um, But, you know, it it, it could potentially see I would hate to see NXT take over New Jersey. That's what I'd hate to see. Yeah, um, I, I would. That would be terrible. It'll be terrible. So I'm hoping we get Brooklyn again um, early next year.
1: Um, what do you think? What do you feel about the build to this? I, I feel as though, you know, a lot of times the build for takeovers, it's like uh, we don't have to worry about it because we already know the show is going to be fire. I think there's been a lot put into the build for
0: this takeover this time, and I, I've actually enjoyed a lot of it. You know, I've watched um, I've watched a couple of episodes of NXT. I haven't seen today's episode, and I might have missed the end of last episode. But well, I last think- week's
1: episode was oh, a wait rare,
0: wait. was a rare week one. I didn't like last week's episode. Yeah, it, it seemed that way. Um, but thus far, I mean, I think it, they're all based on the laws of the actual match. I mean, we got Velveteen versus EC3, which kind of came off as a spinoff of what the UK shows last month. Um, same with the Undisputed Era versus Mustache Mountain, Mm -hmm. um, Adam Cole, Ricochet, which is something that's just new. It feels fresh. It feels like, you know, both of them are occupying the same space and could potentially have a really great match. Um, Kairi Sane, Shayna Baszler, it's kind of like, you know, as they're revving up the Mae Young Classic, this one's kind of a throwback to that one. And then it's it's a rematch of of the Mae Young Classic too. Right. Um, and then we have the main event, which is you know, gone over quite, you know, a facelift over the last week or so.
1: Yeah. And we'll talk about it. Let's, let's actually get into our predictions now. And sure. I'll start off with Velveteen Dream versus EC3. Uh, I, I think it's been a tightly produced feud. I really like the vignette they did uh, a couple of weeks ago <coughs> where he where he went. Uh, EC3 had the experience, so to speak, uh-huh. and he fell into the pool and he's like, dude, it's like six. It's like <laughs> it's like four feet deep or some shit like that. He said. Um, I think this is going to be a different change of pace for Velveteen because he's not facing the uh, indie guy, so to speak. Right. He's facing more of like an EC3 who is completely into the, the sports entertainment style of match. Um, I think EC3 is a great performer. I think he's actually quite underrated as far as just being like a heel. He's kind of playing like a tweener role, which is the same thing as Velveteen. So I, I'm trying to figure out who's the heel and who's
0: the face here. You know what? I think the crowd is going to be hot for both of them because I know they love both EC3 and Velveteen Dream. Um, Brooklyn's going to love Velveteen Dream. Brooklyn's going to love EC3. To me, you you kick off the show with this match, it's going to be incredible. Or, you know, the, next, the Undisputed Era versus Mustache Mountain match. But I think this is... You know, I think this match is going to be incredible. I don't think they really need to sell it too much, but it, mm-hmm. it, I'm interested in sort of who wins because none of them, neither of them, have really gotten a major win on any takeover card or really just a major win in there since you know they've rose to prominence in the WWE. So it's kind of, I'm very interested to see who could potentially win this match.
1: Um, I, I think they're grooming Velveteen for a, um, a main event in the fall. Mm. I go ahead and say Velveteen wins this. And I think EC3 gets called up. I think he's been there too long already.
0: You know what? I'm going to go EC3 because I feel, I feel there may be some unfinished business between him and Johnny Gargano.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: So maybe I'm going to go EC3 and see how we go from there. But I I think I want to go EC3.
1: And the thing about Velveteen is that if he does, and that makes sense that you would say that too, because I felt as though if Alistair wasn't that three-way, I don't know if he felt the same. I felt he was gonna get the belt back. Mm-hmm. And I thought and they were gonna spin those guys off and it was gonna they I I've I've been thinking this for a while, but I I want them to go back to Velveteen Alistair, because that's a money match that they could go back to with the belt this time. Right. Um, but now since Alistair's out, obviously, which sucks, like it would have Velveteen kind of going against champa or gargano which is kind of like he, he doesn't really have a lot of history with champa he had one match against gargano back a couple of months ago but it's kind of like eh, it'd be stronger if it was black so I, i'm gonna i'm gonna my heart's telling me velveteen dream but i wouldn't be mad if it was ec3 All right what do you think that what do you think is gonna be the gimmick for uh velveteen this time
0: Ooh, um something brooklyn related biggie biggie Big Valour, velour, you know, not Valour. um, Kuji, Kuji outfit. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, the next match I have
1: on, on the docket is the Undisputed Era versus Mustache Mountain. These guys have given us two classics already. Uh, this is the, the third, so the rubber match between the two, uh, Undisputed Era had the tag team championships. Who do you think wins this match? Um, so like I, I I want to say Mustache Mountain, but with the UK
0: shows being filmed and yeah. in the can, like I don't think they need it. Yeah, I I don't think they're going to win it because of those UK shows that are already in the can. To me, this is an attraction match that happened just because it's worked so well before, and it's going to work incredibly well in front of this Brooklyn crowd. And I think that that's what they really wanted to highlight from this thing. I think it's going to be a great match. I think that's you know what we really have to look forward for look forward to as opposed to sort of a winner and loser but i do think the undisputed era is going to take this and i think um again, again both competitors going to get great reactions from the crowd
1: yeah i i think there's going to be a, a great match i'm I'm kind of disappointed there's no stipulation but that's fine they don't need it um i i think that undisputed era will win this i'm like, sure we'll get that.
0: like on, on nxt show again we'll have a rematch it'll be like two out of three falls or some weird shit like that Ooh, that'd be that'd be crazy.
1: But I think you gotta set it up for for War Raiders because you gotta think that they're the next guys up. Um and you don't want you don't want to have mustache mountain get you know lose to those guys because you know that's kind of like it doesn't like I, I just feel like they they wanna have a they wanna have these guys' faces and undisputed uh-huh. the, the perfect shit heels to uh go against and do that with. Why'd you make that sound when I said War Raiders? I'm
0: not a fan of War Raiders. Not yet. You haven't seen them, like, in a full match yet. I've seen their matches. <laughs> I mean, I haven't, seen the, I, haven't, I haven't seen their matches. I don't think I'm a fan. I'm, there's too many of them in the WWE right now. Like, just there's too much of the, the same sort of get, tag team mowing over gimmick, quite honestly. Um, sure, they'll maybe changing it up, but it's not like it's nothing that we haven't seen before. Um, but you know what? It's,
1: who would you, who could you compare them to? Who would you compare them to?
0: Probably... But AOP, Ascension, everyone who's come over and mowed over tag teams and been AOP impressively isn't doing
1: it. AOP isn't as, as athletic. Uh, Ascension aren't as big. So that, that's out right there.
0: But they have the same sort of build. Like, they have the same sort of, uh, we're unstoppable, station. we're two guys who don't take things and look at our beards and stuff. Um, too many, too many beards too. Too many long beards. I'm not a AOP fan. doesn't
1: have, AOP doesn't have, a, AOP doesn't have uh,
0: beards. I thought AOP had a cooler appearance to me, but you know. We'll see. I, I think you're sleeping on uh, War Raiders. I, I probably am. But I think I'm just like, you know, they haven't I, I'm not here for it as of yet. I'm, I'm welcome to be here for it.
1: I, I think they're up next. Uh, and speaking of up next, uh, the next match here is Adam Cole versus Ricochet for the NXT North American Championship. Adam Cole, to me, has been on a very understated role. Um, not understated in terms of on the show, but people aren't really talking about how big of a role he has on NXT as far as being the glue that kind of glues a lot of storylines together and just mm-hmm. being such a great presence on the show. I think this is a perfect way for him to to shine in this match and, and really put Ricochet over. I'm going to go ahead and say Ricochet wins this and wins the North American Championship because I think they want to start Kind of putting it in emotion and having Adam Cole get up to that next level. He's he's done a great job in the eight months that he's had, or I'm not eight months. The uh, five or six months he's had the NXT North American Championship. I think it's
0: time that he moves on up to the actual, the actual uh, big title. So I'm gonna say in this match, Adam Cole. Mm. Um, I just think you know, I, I I just think he's been on a very good tier as of lately. Um, he hasn't had a chance. Triple H is a very big fan of these very long championship reigns. Yes um,
1: especially for for um especially for like this new title. Mm-hmm. I know he wants to have a great a, a, a great star, standout like yeah long
0: reign mm-hmm. so that's what I'm thinking about as well, but you know it, it doesn't hurt if he continues to hold the belt too. I don't think it it holds him down or anything like that um but I would love to see the undisputed era a more integral part of the actual mm-hmm. like championship the main championship thing you can see that's what they it's the what's going on you know yeah yeah
1: i i i think that um you also with ricochet they want to give him something too i i don't but like what would what would be better than like ricochet win this and then they have
0: another match in the fall that'd be fine i'll be fine with that i'll be fine with you know even the ladder match know, if, if tommaso champa retains maybe he's a he's a potential contender you know yeah Oh, that that who? Cole or Ricochet? For um, Ricochet be a contender for Tommaso Ciampa if he were Okay,
1: that that'd be a. I think there's so much with Ricochet, and there's like we're looking at a really stacked card and a really stacked uh, upper upper card. Yeah, upper roster and upper card for the for the men's side of the roster as well. It's like uh, these two could definitely be NXT champion right right now. You mm-hmm. know, it's like it's great that they have a like a like kind of like a middle of the road secondary title. But it's like, how long do you do you want this to define Adam Cole or do you want him to just, you know, take it for this time and then give it to the next guy up that's being groomed to be that next guy? And that's what Mm -hmm. I look at that belt as. I'll I'll say, I'll say, Rick, you say Adam Cole. We're 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 pretty much we're split on two. We we agree on on one of the matches so far. I think this one we're going to be split on as well. Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Championship. Uh this is this has been like a, a build that they've started over, since before really Ember left between uh Shana and Kyrie. And now they're finally finishing it off with the uh with the rematch here, or rather the rather the rubber match. This is their third match together uh for the NXT Women's Championship. I'm gonna go ahead and say Kyrie Sane wins this because I think the long the long game here is that they want to have Kyrie Sane and Tony Storm or
0: EL Shirai uh in a match. I'm going to say um, I'm actually going to say Shayna Baszler, mm. and you you were right in thinking this. Um, because there is an eventual you know return match coming sooner than we think, and it's going to be a WWE Evolution. Um, I think potentially you know they want to highlight Shayna Baszler as champion on that card. I don't I have and no have
1: card. Kyrie and have Kyrie win it there.
0: Yeah, maybe she wins it there. You know, I think I I think that's a that's a strong you know prediction that, uh, for it to be really a highlight momentous match. Um, yeah, that's what I think. I think I, th- I, I you know I'm gonna see Shayna Baszler retain. I'm still not a complete fan of Shayna Baszler to be quite honest with you. Um, I think she's had her best matches with Kyrie though. Yeah, I think it, it, it's um, the way they fight with one another it is definitely a struggle, and it's. Not a struggle in terms of in-ring, but it's just like they're strugg- one's obviously struggling to not be, to avoid being choked out. Um, one's struggling not to be completely knocked out. There's a good little back and forth thing here. Um, yeah. Shayna Baszler, it, it, it's tough because just the quality of matches we've got in Brooklyn over the last few years from the, from, from the women. It's been absolutely insane. And I just hope she can continue to live up to that, man.
1: Well, that should be, that should be more motivation. You know, I agree. This is the place that you know. Uh, it's the place where you should you should step it up, and I think that this is going to be the time.
0: I agree. I think it's going to be interesting to see if Kyrie Sankin went over the Brooklyn crowd.
1: Oh, for sure, she's she, they're going to love her. Um, and now the the main event. Uh, I like these shows, lean and mean. The main event is changed. Obviously, it was a three way uh, between Alistair Black, Johnny Gargano, and Tommaso Ciampa for the NXT title they've built up this long four to six week storyline <laughs> that was going to culminate in this match. Will you, you finally get Alistair Black in the main event? And he was finally going to, in my opinion, if we were having this, if we were having this conversation, Aleister Black was still in the conversation. still in the main event. I I was going to call him winning this and winning the main event. Because if you, if you remember the storyline, Champa in the main event, and that they were going to crown him in the main event that way, and have Gargano and Champa break off into their own final match uh later on this this fall. Now, Aleister Black suffered a groin injury, and he's set to be out. I've heard nine weeks. Uh, so, so by October, he should be back. And now it's the last man standing match between Johnny Gargano and Tommaso, Tommaso Champa. Uh, for the NXT title, this is their third meeting together and their third <laughs> takeover <laughs> where yeah. they faced each other. Uh, what are your expectations? Are you tired of this? Do you, Do you think that this should be it? Or like, what do you think? Because I think that if Tommaso drops this, there's definitely going to be a rematch.
0: Um, am I tired of this? I'm I'm leaning. I'm ready for it to be over. I'm ready for both people to move on and discover what else is there on the roster. Because I think since it actually happened. Um, since the turn happened a year ago, this is what everyone has been anticipating and kind of the be-all, end-all. So it's kind of like looking now at the other side and seeing, okay, what's what's out there for the rest of them? We've mm-hmm. seen Johnny, you know, have his, you know, flirt with the NXT Championship, and and that was amazing. Um, Tommaso Tomaso is now NXT Champion. Let's see what he can do with everybody else. But it's just not this very storyline-driven, very um, nuanced. Feud with Johnny Gargano, Mm -hmm. Um, but that said, I'm ready to see people brutalize each other. This is going to be the most brutal match probably I've ever seen. They've had street fights. They've had, you know, I think what was it a regular match last time? No, they've had. No, it was
1: it was it was a no holds barred.
0: No holds barred. They've had unsanctioned matches. They've had, you know, the the whole lot. I'm you know to keep one down for ten is going to require a lot. So I look for creativity in the finish of this match.
1: And this is actually going to be the most interesting of the finishes because it's going to carry a lot of uh, stakes as far as what NXT would be booked like in the fall with people coming in and people leaving the uh, the actual show. With Alistair out, I think he he stays a little bit longer. I think he was going to stay a little bit longer anyway. I, th- I don't think anyone really is going to get called up other than me guessing EC3 was. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I really think this is going to be tough. I think. I think that Gargano will win. I think Gargano will win. Um, I, I just think that it's the right time. There's more opportunities for him to face an Adam Cole. If he stays EC3, uh, Velveteen, there, there's way more people that he could face than Ciampa. Like no one really on the roster has a problem with Ciampa. So you're looking at like, if, they, if he does retain, it's going to be like a tournament or something. And he's going to be like, it's going to be something weird. And then you also have Alistair looming over because he has a rematch
0: that he has to cash in on. I think with this match, um, I think Ciampa's going to win. We're splitting again, which is crazy. I think he's going to win because I don't believe Johnny Gargano actually deserves to win. What? what Okay. Kayfabe-wise. Kayfabe-wise, he doesn't deserve to win. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. In in terms of the story, but I feel like the story, has, the story is so strong and prevalent in this match. The story matters everything. It's less than the, the post-match impli- impli- ah, implications. implications of who's going to face who afterwards. They can figure that out. I think the way you do this is considering the amount of time they put into this, you want to make sure it has a very good ending. And how storyline driven this was, you want to make sure that it, it it ends perfectly or it ends in sort of a way where it gives people, you know, some sort of closure, but at the same time can be kind of satisfied, but at the same time leaves a lingering thought of like, what happened if this ever happens again? Um, I think Johnny Gargano will lose. I don't think he's going to. this you don't this think
1: match. he deserves it. Like, that's a weird thing. I don't think to say.
0: because of. Or, or, I'm thinking kayfabe terms. I really don't think just because of. I think this match, I think the program was destined to go a little bit longer. Um, after this triple threat match, there was probably going to be another match after this. But it was supposed to form back Gargano's character and make him realize, you know, he doesn't have to be a dick because he's essentially letting Champa into his head. And. He's changed his entire demeanor. He's changed his entire attitude. And I think it's a. just at this point, he doesn't deserve the win from a kayfabe standpoint. Um, he He's let the evil inside get the best of him. And um, I think it's going to, the fact that he, you know, I think it's going to screw him in the end.
1: Yeah, I- but I feel like this is the culmination of that story, and then he he kind of he he sees the Reaper in a couple weeks when uh, Alistair comes back, because mm. it's essentially like and that's that's a that's a that is a set match. Why not give the best guy in your brand a match against the guy that you're trying to get to that level too?
0: No, I agree. I agree one hundred percent with that. I, but I just think while there is definitely post match implications on this, I do believe that the story supersedes that and staying true to the story of this match and what have goes that but I think it'll be a
1: great match. I think it's gonna, be, an I think it's gonna match. be a
0: great match. I think it's gonna be a great match. I hope, you know to me the first match wasn't true I wasn't a fan fan because I thought it went way too long and it's just way too brutal and way too unrealistic with the way people are kicking out of things. Second match I thought was incredibly great. Um this third match, I'm expecting. Yeah, I'm expecting. You know, great things. They haven't you like, missed. You like, you like part two better than part one. I like part two better than part one. Part one got on my nerves. Wow. Well, not now. You're
1: saying that because when we did the show, you were like, ah, eh. it was it was good. It wasn't like yeah. six
0: stars. Yeah, it wasn't six stars. I, where did six stars come from? Get him out of here. Oh Lord! <laughs> All right, let's you know, let's move God. on. To, let's let's move on to this
1: albatross <laughs> that we call WWE SummerSlam 2018. Uh, let's go over the pre-show matches with just quick hits. You ready? Let's go. Uh, Andrade
0: seeing and Zelina Vega versus Rusev Day. I thought it was been amazingly built. I thought, you know, this is a, if, if we had an award for mid card feud of the century, this would probably be it because they've, they've done this. There's an outside factor with Aiden English. They've done everything like that. This is a good match on paper and I think it's going to be a good match on the show. Um, I'm going to go with Almas and Zelina.
1: Yeah. I think they get the, I think they get the three and oh here or actually shit like four and oh. Yeah. <laughs> I can see. Really? guys. I think Aiden will turn. I, I do. I think I you're going to get your wish. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're gonna get your out yeah, you're gonna get your fucking Aiden English reserves
0: reset wish. All right, well, first of all, it was a prediction. It wasn't a wish. <laughs> it was a wish. You,
1: you wanted that. You, you wanted this. You wish uh, this on us.
0: it's gonna happen. Ugh. uh I,
1: I agree. I think that uh I think that Almus and Zelina will win, move on to bigger and better things, which uh I mean possibly could be the WWE title, possibly could be yeah. the US title, or uh it could be actually who could where could almost go
0: after this? You asked that question before. I said Rusev. Um, yeah,
1: and after this, and then and then I was like, and then and then what? And I, after you said that, I said, and then what?
0: Daniel Bryan, maybe.
1: <laughs> no, nah, that's not happening. Daniel Bryan, the, the Daniel Bryan, the Miz are locked into at least Survivor Series. We we don't know. We don't know.
0: But we know sure. Summer is here.
1: Yeah, I'm not, I'm I'm ha- I'm drawing a blank with with Andrade. If you guys know who Andrade could go go for after, uh, let me know. It, it definitely can't be like, that's like that's what I am saying. Like him as a heel is just it's just so so limited right now because everyone at the top they're they're busy. So he have to keep going against Rusev after this. Jeff Hardy maybe. Uh, that would be, Jeff Hardy's a depleted Jeff Hardy against young stallion Andrade Almas. Listen, I, agree. Uh, I don't I want to watch that. I don't want to watch that. Uh, anyway, Cedric Alexander versus Drew Gulak for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship.
0: Um cedric alexander quite honestly cedric, i don't know i don't see it for drew google like
1: i i think this is just a, it's a, it's a it's a uh it's it's the competitor of the month for for uh cedric i think leo is going to be the one to take that off of him
0: i think leo huh it could be leo leo's undefeated uh he mm-hmm. just
1: beat he just beat tozawa again they're having this whole storyline where he's beating all he's beating former champions leo's in line to win that this cruiserweight championship is the black people belt
0: it is you know what it's the flavor of the. Mo- it's really just like all right so we're gonna have this guy become champion and then beat all these guys and then this guy's gonna become champion and beat all these guys and that's how wcw I, worked i wish this was mustafa ali
1: <laughs> well i think that's next for leo is, is mustafa after this uh after the hideo Otami what's going on with my,
0: with my man you know blake you're you're right. Where is he? That is that is strange. He's a he's a guy who should be quite honestly. This should be this match instead of Drew Gulak. But you know what? I'll say that. I'll just say Cedric Alexander.
1: But Drew Gulak is awesome. Let's not you know. Yeah, let's not kill that. Drew Gulak yeah, is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll go ahead and say Drew, uh, Cedric Alexander wins. I'll say it just, uh, Cedric wins. Um, next match the, B- <laughs> oh boy, the B Team versus the Revival for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championship.
0: If I was going to SummerSlam, I would make sure to show up very late. I'll just be honest with you. To miss this match. To miss this match. I'm not. I do not plan on showing up like at 540 to be front row for this match, to be honest with you. Um, God, give it to the revival, please. Yeah. This is the opportunity to, quite honestly.
1: If you want to spark up AOP, I wouldn't do
0: that. AOP. AOP is not the, the AOP is not the, currently the wave. <laughs> they're <laughs> yeah. not currently the mad, wave. Are you mad that they're? Are you mad that they're not like? I'm not mad. Right I'm not yeah, mad. I don't, really care. I don't really care. I don't really care. Quite honest with you, I I don't really care. Uh, um,
1: the, the raw tag division itself is just. I don't think them being really champions really helps the raw. Yeah, yeah being
0: like, champion, them, champion being doesn't champ, really help
1: them, anything. Tag champs. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Like it's like the whole division sucks.
0: So B team being champion, B team representing this brand and not winning, you know, decisively. They just falling over and winning matches and shit. It doesn't help the belt. So I Mm -hmm. I don't really care. Just give it to the rough rival. Have them, you know, have them kick someone in the, you know, nut shot somebody and then hit the, you know, their finisher and win this match
1: shatter machine brother shatter machine do one of those so yeah that that's the pre-show i I mean three strong other than like the tag match three strong uh matches for the for the pre-show
0: i have to say it's a good thing if you got something else going on and want to play this in the background i wouldn't be mad at you
1: yeah um all right so let's get into this this main card and let's let's start off with finn balor versus baron corbin they've been facing each other in some capacity, for the past what two months now, uh, Finns, Finn's won one won one, Baron's one one. This is the rubber match between the two, I, I suppose.
0: Uh, we don't uh, Finn, need a rubber match. Just end it, please.
1: Finn Balor. Uh, I don't care about the rest. Finn Balor.
0: I'm going to say Finn Balor as well.
1: There's no reason for uh, Baron Corbin to win. He's still going to be constable after this anyway. Yeah,
0: give it, a, give it a give it to Finn Balor.
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, there really isn't much else to say. There isn't uh,
0: much. I don't. It's, no one is No one is here for this feud. No one.
1: <laughs> well, but where do you think Finn goes after this? I, I think I see <laughs> title. I think I see title after this again.
0: Tag teaming with Braun or something. <laughs> something stupid. I don't know. It, it, they don't seem to have any direct plans. What's after this? Hell in a Cell pay per view? Yeah. You know, um,.
1: I think if I think if Dolph Ziggler wins, was, I, th- yeah. I think if Dolph wins, then that's that's automatic at that point. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, yeah. Anyway, next match. Uh, Dan no, Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens. It's a money in the bank contract match. If Braun is DQ'd in any way, counted out anything, he will lose the contract. This is an interesting match because this match, if put on early enough could have implications for later on in the show and i think this a lot of people are sleeping on how interesting this match is because either a very
0: interesting match yeah
1: either of these guys could cash in and either of these guys could and probably would and probably should by the end of the by the end of the night i'm gonna go ahead and say kevin owens wins because there's way more interesting ways to go with raw if kevin owens actually has the title again which is mm-hmm. i'm throwing up in my mouth saying this but if he had the title again there's more interesting places you can go with the show with having roman chase having Braun chase having a uh, seth chase the title for the foreseeable future uh, going into royal rumble
0: so i think this feud not say it's cooled off Braun, but he's definitely not been the focal point of the show like he was a number of months ago
1: well you know that that was going to happen when you get the contract you're never the focal point
0: Right. So this feud is, is definitely just sort of cooled off Braun Strowman. And I think it's, I think that's honestly what they've wanted to accomplish since the post-Rural Rumble sort of thing. And just sort of like, all right, let's cool the jets on him. We'll heat him back up if necessary, but let's sort of cool the jets on him. To me, um, gosh, between him and Kevin Owens, I could see both. I could, I could really see both cashing it in, um, I could see Braun Strowman cashing it in and getting a great reaction in Brooklyn, a moment, quite honestly. Um, So, you know what? I'm going to go with Braun Strowman. But if Braun cashes in,
1: excuse me, like, where does he go? (laughs) Where does
0: he go? Just facing Roman, just continuing to beat up Roman. I think it's been the story of their careers, of them just beating each other up. Oh
1: man, I don't want to see that either. But I mean, at least the, t- at least the title would be on the show.
0: Yeah, uh, true. Every week, and
1: I, I'm going to say Kevin Owens because I think having a heel to chase it is is fine. But then you then you run the risk of having two basically two heels kind of have that title and like mm-hmm. no faces other than Finn Balor. No, and like only and Goldberg. Goldberg. <laughs> that, that I, I don't know. I, I you know I, I can see what Braun Strowman winning, but if Braun Strowman wins, I think it's less of a chance that he'll actually cash in. Yeah, I I agree. But if Brock wins, I think Braun will cash in. So who knows? Uh, Next match: Daniel Bryan versus The Miz, and this is a match that I think will actually be on the halfway point of the show around nine o'clock, probably. Uh, This has been a match that's eight years in the making. These guys have barely touched each other, had matches, anything in these eight years. I think they've had like two.
0: They had reportedly, um, I think it was somewhere around. Yeah, I think it's actually two or three. It's two.
1: It was the U.S. title match, I think,
0: and... Uh that gauntlet match that they had a couple weeks ago on SmackDown? Well, I'm talking about actual one-on-one matches. Like, Daniel Bryan faced Miz in his first, you know, match on the roster. Yeah. And then he faced him for the U.S. Championship, but I don't think they've actually crossed paths one-on-one since then. They've always encountered each other in tag matches and, you know, gauntlet matches and all these other stuff, but they haven't had that one-on-one encounter, which makes this, quite honestly, the most satisfying few that WWE has right now. Mm-hmm. because you're going to get this match and we've all been waiting for this match and we've been waiting for this moment and we're finally going to get it it's, it's, I'm hoping they live up to the moment that's just what I'm thinking of right now but as far as the match the storyline is going to carry this I think The
1: Miz is at the top of his game though I think it's going to be give these guys 15 minutes. I don't see why you don't give. This is a marquee match for Daniel Bryan. We have wanted this for a long time. I, I don't think a nine-minute match will suffice. Give him 15, 20 minutes. Uh, I think the Miz wins. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it'll be a really great match. I think it's going to be really big for both of these guys. This is, if you think about it, this is Daniel Bryan's biggest, like, this is his biggest rival in the WWE ever. Really? But we're finally, it, we're finally it get it. Is. It actually is. It is. Finally- it's his biggest rival.
0: We're finally getting this match. And 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 you can argue the Miz whether this is his biggest rival or not. I think it is. Um and, and see his point of like, listen, I don't need to keep doing this. Like I have other competitors to face, I have other things to face, I have other things I want to accomplish. <sighs> this match should go good. I want them to give give this match the friggin' title.
1: I think that's where we're going.
0: Give uh, this
1: match the title. But not yet. I, I and we'll get to that when we get to the WWE title match. But um I think Miz wins, I think we get a match where Brian wins, and I think we're gonna get the rubber match in some way, shape, or form before the end of
0: 2018.
1: Mm. Um where there will be a title at stake, but I just don't know who's gonna have it. Um yeah, I, I think I think the Miz is gonna win this. I think it's gonna be a great match. Yeah for sure Um, this is this is my most anticipated match of the
0: show i I have to say i think so it's a lot of people's as well
1: uh moving on shinsuke nakamura versus jeff hardy for the wwe united states championship uh they've had a really great match i went four stars on it (laughs) at the last pay-per-view yeah where nakamura won the the title in like 10 seconds Mm -hmm. Uh, i think this will be a, a obviously that will not happen again uh, they've been building that Randy Orton is in the shadows with his hands in his pants, so I'm pretty sure he's going to have uh, some some say in who's going to win this match in the end. Uh, but in the end, I think it's going to be there's two ways it could go. Randy Orton could could turn around and snap and uh, give Nakamura the RKO and have Jeff Hardy win it back and then mm-hmm. have the three way at Hell in a Cell, or Nakamura could just win and Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy
0: spin off. I think that we're going to get the latter. I honestly think we're going to get the latter. Um, I think all things are sort of, you know, with it's been rumored that both their, Hardy's careers are kind of winding down.
1: Yeah, they're hurt. They're both hurt. Um, I, I think that Jeff said he's, I think that I've heard he's going to take time off after this.
0: I think the feud goes, Randy Orton versus Jeff Hardy, and they don't really need Shinsuke Nakamura or his title for that. Yeah, um, no. I hope it's a good match, man. I hope it's really back and forth. I think they both can pull out a good match with one another. They've proven it in the past. But I hope it gets time. I'm really interested in this match. This, to me, is another sleeper match on the card that probably will go understated. Um, but people remember it's really good if they give it enough time. Yeah, I, I,
1: I hope that, you know, after this, Nakamura has... I think he's going to have a long reign with his title let's just be clear here because there's really nobody else uh-huh. but again it, it runs into after this who is he who 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 it can't be joe the new day man if you think so maybe who knows <laughs> that'd be that'd be really interesting and really cool but um I, I think he's gonna have a long a long a long go at this but again it's like another issue where it's like do you slide rusev into that again as a face now or do you do you put Heel versus heel and Nakamura and uh Almas and just have them go at it in the fall.
0: They I think it's, t- I think a tournament will work, honestly. Yeah. yeah, you know, what? I think so. I think that'll work well. Um, am we're missing a tournament.
1: Because it would keep it keeps Nakamura from wrestling every week, which I mean, he doesn't like he, he doesn't, doesn't do like anyway, do anyway Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I, I just hope that Nakamura pulls out uh, at least a, a C plus to B minus performance to, uh, on SummerSlam. Last year, SummerSlam, he it was not good. It was no, it was gender Mahal. Yeah. Yeah. Mom, and on, on both ends, I just felt it just like scarred
0: it. me from going to SummerSlam this year, quite honestly. But this card is fucking amazing.
1: Do you remember when he sandbagged the
0: Colossus last year? No, because you know what? I think during this match, I went to get something to eat. I legitimately went to get something to eat for this match. Um, I came back towards the end. I remember I walked out of my seat, went to get something to eat because I figured no one would be there and they're going to close the food thing pretty soon. Um, Got back. I didn't go back to my seat immediately. I just watched it from like the top of my section and I was just like, this match, man. Um, but yeah, that was it. Terrible.
1: Fucking terrible. Uh so yeah, I think we both say Nakamura wins this. And uh yeah, I agree. It's good. Uh, Dolph Ziggler with Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins with Dean Ambrose for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Of obviously McIntyre and Ambrose are in either guy's corner. This is yet another interesting match
0: that I, I think is gonna be really good. I think
1: it's gonna be really good, and I don't think that it's going to end how people think it will. I don't think they're gonna do what people think they're going to do at SummerSlam. I think they'll do it on Raw. Um, I, I don't think Seth is winning, though. I think Dolph is going to win this this match. Um, I don't think Dean is going to turn on him at SummerSlam. It's not going to happen I, there. And I say this in the same year. I say this in the same year that Nakamura turned heel at WrestleMania.
0: <laughs> I think, you know, first, let me say this. I think it's going to be an amazing match. I think... Um... The theatrics involve adding another layer to this match when you had Dean Ambrose in the corner and you have Drew McIntyre in the corner and that's supposed to sort of even the odds up. And people are going to get a lot more craftier uh, how they want to carry around the finish of this match. Um, I think Dolph Ziggler wins. Um, And I think, quite honestly, maybe... Seth Rollins and and Dean Ambrose try to figure something out all afterwards, um, but
1: oh, they're going back to the storyline. You yeah. know they wanted to do it. They wanted to do the storyline for Mania, and they're going back to this. Um, I think that he's just going to do it on Raw. I, I I wholeheartedly believe that the fall program is Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose. Mm. In some way, shape, or form, it's going to happen, and I hope it doesn't take as long as it did for Sasha and Bailey, who. Uh, ironically, are not on this card.
0: Not on this card. Who would have thunk? At 18 all. months ago, we were calling them on this this very 2018 SummerSlam card. Not anymore.
1: Yeah, no, not at all. It, it didn't happen. Uh, they're not going to get to relive their glory in Brooklyn. So
0: Maybe if Ronda wasn't there, they would have been on the card. <laughs> I mean, you know, I laugh, yeah. but it might be true. <laughs> no, no, <it's>, <laughs> not, I mean, Oscar's not on the card. Oscar's not on the card either. Weird. They're Oscar on the pre-show. What's wrong? A little Oscar action, Oscar and, and, and Naomi versus the you know
1: the the. Hero. Nah, man, Oscar. Asuka, Oscar's waiting for whoever wins that title because I think she's she's up next after whatever that happens. I'm not. I'm not too concerned about Oscar. Like not I'm not concerned about
0: her. Asuka as well. I think you know Evolution's coming up. She'll have a she'll have a presence on that show.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, next match bludgeon brothers versus the new day and a match that inconceivably somehow made it onto the
0: main card uh wow that's what i thought as well so i'm glad you're recommending my sentiments
1: yeah like how i don't know how this made it on onto the card but sasha bailey did not i think both those tag matches could have been the pre-show to be honest with you um and i i think new Day's winning and i think that's why you put it on the pre-show to give people a reason to tune into the shit but you know whatever
0: i don't know there hasn't been a very you know what if they don't win, who
1: else will, you know? <laughs> they have to win. Five times. I, I, I'm i calling it five times. Five-time champs.
0: If, if they don't win, no one else will. Because that's how I think about it. No one has provided substantial competition to the Bludgeon Brothers. To me, this feud hasn't been built that they're actual major contenders. Yeah. Um, New Day just kind of won a tournament so they're slotted into this position but they haven't really fought back as like guys who can hang in the ring with the bludgeon brothers which is Mm -hmm. kind of like what I'm looking you know forward to in a sort of feud like this um I think it's conceivable the New Day win I'm gonna call New Day they've been on a roll
1: I think they're pushing that and I
0: I I think they're gonna but I don't think they're gonna win decisively I think it might be like a roll up that's fine
1: (laughs) Well, you don't want to you don't want to kill bludgeon brothers because I mean, but then st- you
0: kill bludgeon brothers and then what happens? Like, really, what's the, what are the stakes on the line? Are we doing something big with the bludgeon brothers in the fall? Like, what are the stakes if they end up doing, say, all right, we're, we're over this at this point?
1: I mean, if we're going right back to if we're going right back to fucking uh, New Day Usos, then
0: I'm, count me out. <laughs> I mean, we're going back to something. <laughs> we're going back to something. If the new I mean, you,
1: you've had New Day run through like all the teams on the roster. I mean, like this
0: six point. teams on SmackDown, and um, they're all good. Don't get me wrong, they're all good. But
1: yeah, th- um, unless it's the bar. If it's not, if it,
0: it, every team has roughly faced one another at this point, we're not going to get anything new. It's, that's just the way it is.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I still got New Day winning. I, I I think Bludgeons have had it for a very long time. Uh, and, I, and I think, I mean, the one, the one team they have not faced is Sanity. And that's why I think Bludgeon Brothers go after this, is Sanity.
0: I wish Sanity was face.
1: They could be anything. They've turned face inconceivably out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> On NXT, they could do it. They could definitely do that. So, yeah, we we've got a new day here. Uh, next up, this is an interesting match as well. Carmella versus Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair for the WWE SmackDown Live Women's Championship. Uh, this is a match where Charlotte just showed up one day and got a, t- a title shot. Of course. <laughs> and uh, That's Becky how it works Lynch
0: is the biz, baby. Come on. And,
1: and the storyline is that Becky Lynch has kind of been put to the side again. And she has to sh- prove that she is the one. Literally the, the red-headed title. stepchild. Yes, quite literally. Uh, and so the, the storyline is uh, Carmella doesn't have to be pinned to win this match. So, really, who takes the pin in this match? Will
0: Shit. it be? Carmella,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's going to be Carmella. I, I, um, I think Carmella will lose the title here. I think we've both been predicting that it would happen here. It doesn't matter who. Um,
0: mm, I'm not completely sure about that. What do you mean? I feel like maybe it depends where they want to go for evolution. I would, I would love to see Becky versus Carmella one on one. I think we're going to get there. Hmm.
1: We haven't we haven't had in a long time I think they can, we can definitely wait you know
0: uh on that but i, think I story though i'm surprised- I'm um, you know it it she's very very good by the fact she's just inserted herself into the story and the crowd absolutely is behind it um she's got lasting power everlasting power she's evergreen talent she's always going to be popping um among the fans people just love her um i and-
1: i th- i think Becky will win this. But I think she'll do it. She'll do something to piss Charlotte off. That's what I think. And, and mm-hmm. have them going at each other. Um, Carmella, it's been, what have you thought of her reign?
0: Last couple of weeks, I've appreciated her more than I did in the first few months. Um, How
1: did you feel about the line uh, from SmackDown where, where Charlotte said that you're a diva in a women's division or something like that?
0: Um, I think it's derogatory to divas. I don't know who wrote that, but
1: because <laughs> uh, Maria, Maria Canellas did not like that.
0: She went on Instagram. I wouldn't like it either, quite honestly, because it makes it seem like they're better than them. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 I'm not a fan of that either, quite honestly. Um, it seemed very like, I get where you're coming from but it's also disrespectful to the actual divas who have paved the way and all all this other stuff. Like it's actually disrespectful to them. Um, I think it's a, I think it's quite honestly, it's not an accurate, it's, it's not an accurate statement. Um,
1: No, it's not. I, I, but I I think it was a good zinger for the night.
0: It was a good zinger. It was definitely a good zinger. It was very like, Ooh, (laughs) all right. It was one of those. Uh, Next match. Alexa
1: Bliss versus Ronda friggin' R- Rousey. I'm having trouble of course, I turned audience. on my Alexa when I said that. Take a look at the help section in your Alexa app. Need to stop doing this around her. Or, or it, whatever. Uh, so, yes, this is the match that everyone's been waiting for. We called it. Oh, this is probably going to be Ronda Rousey's longest match in the WWE
0: yet. She's going to spend most of it running. <laughs>
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, there's going to be a lot of, I think there's going to be a lot of headlocks, a lot of limb work, and she's going to she's gonna go wild. But the big question is, is that are they ready to pull the trigger on the Ronda Rousey WWE women's title reign right now? I think, honestly, it opens up a lot of possibilities for Ronda, whether it be Bayley, Sasha, uh, you know, anybody on, on the roster at this point. If they're going to go all in on it for the fall, I'd say have her win that title. I I don't see anybody else better right now to have it than her.
0: If they're going strong for Ronda versus Charlotte at WrestleMania next year, but, you know, early signs appointed that's going to be the match and it could potentially even main event WrestleMania. It's time to start now. Yeah, It's time to start now and building Ronda. It's time to start giving her, you know, viable competitors and contenders that chase the crown but don't quite get it. Um it's time to build that entire very important championship reign now. And if Charlotte's the one who challenges it, Charlotte's the one who challenges it. So I think I I think we we start now.
1: And if she goes to Raw to do it, it's just nuts. Um
0: (laughs) hey, would be the first time. Uh
1: next up, AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe for the WWE championship. Uh Interesting build for this. I think this match
0: might get lost in the sauce.
1: It might be a sleeper hit, honestly. A lot of people are saying like this might be the sleeper. And I I absolutely agree. I think they might actually put on a show here. Um, you know, obviously
0: depends where you you are. Depends depends where you are on this card. And if people are have quite honestly, you have them sitting through one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Maybe you sit them through eight, nine matches and they're all very high stakes matches. This card is very good. Um, believe it or not. Um, it depends where they are on the card because I think this could be something where the crowd is exhausted and doesn't get fully into the matches. They probably should.
1: Yeah. I, we all know Joe can't go how he used to. Right. That's clear. Not that that matters, but Mm we know it's the truth. It depends really on how AJ Styles carries this. I think AJ Styles absolutely can still go.
0: I think when you go against a big man like um Samoa Joe, AJ Styles does his best.
1: Yeah, it, he really does. Um, I have no doubt in my mind. L- listen, he's not losing that belt before uh two K nineteen comes out. So no. get that out your head. It's he's not He's
0: approaching the year. He's the longest reigning champion <laughs> in SmackDown history. According to right now, he's beaten JBL's um team. 13-year reign of the longest champion in SmackDown history.
1: Yeah. Um, they want this guy to break records. They feel as though he is the guy for this show. I agree. There's nobody better. I agree. I'm completely with it. I'm not, I have no problems with that being the right. case. Um, you have AJ Wynn here. He still has people he can go against. He's got Miz coming off of possibly a win against Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. He's got. He could have Joe again um he could have almost they've had a match like there are are still possibilities for aj that he has not reached yet and i think that you know having it having him run through kind of like run the gauntlet and then you do like a storyline toward the end like oh my god he's getting tired like can he keep can he keep doing this you know that leads to him leads to him actually you know finally losing the belt it could be nakamura again shit i don't know who who knows you know
0: i mean they're promoting joe and aj for hell in a
1: cell (laughs) what'd you do a hell in a cell match with them though Mean that's that's the one match that's the one match aj has but that's the one match aj hasn't had yet
0: yeah that's true and they probably want to promote that shit so people buy the video game and be like oh shit i can do we can simulate this in the in this match
1: i'd honestly do uh miz and brian in a submission match Mm. that'd be crazy that'd be crazy match I'm I'm just crazy. It's just my thoughts. Just my thoughts. Maybe he
0: been... breaks Daniel Bryan's legs. Yeah. Oh my god! What the fuck? <laughs> Maybe if he breaks his legs before going into this match, then it'll be you know competitive. uh Yeah, AJ Styles. I think
1: he wins this match for sure. I think I, I just Styles, yeah. I Just don't see it. I think it's pretty much set in stone. This guy's gonna have to bow for a while. uh And the main event. <laughs> I feel like we I feel like we do this a lot. We talk about this. We talk about this a lot. Um, Roman Reigns versus Brock
0: Lesnar. Why? Why? For the Universal Championship. Why? Why are we still here? Why is it because you know Raw doesn't have exciting talent to be in this situation? Is it because? <sighs> Raw doesn't have a, Two bigger talents To have a bigger story Why are we here Why are we at Brock Lesnar Versus Roman Reigns That's a That's a question I would like to pose To the audience And maybe They they give us an answer Feel free to Hit us up Why are we doing Brock Lesnar Versus Roman Reigns It is the biggest Dude don't get me we wrong it to... is, It's the biggest match They have on the Raw roster It's literally the biggest Unless they threw John Cena in here It's the biggest Um but well, why? they're
1: they're stubborn. They're stubborn. You know, they had to.
0: Why is this the biggest the match when you have a when you have a roster full of incredibly talented superstars who could be in this slot as well? A lot of people predicted, including yourself, you predicted Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. You know, Finn Balor versus Brock Lesnar something that we haven't done yet, and you know, the Demon versus Lesnar, um, a whole bunch of things. But we're going back to Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar and. I'm still not completely sure why. The moment seemed to be at WrestleMania. They passed yes. on that moment. Um, well, Greatest Royal Rumble. Greatest Royal Rumble. They definitely passed on that moment. They decided we can't, you know, we're not going to continue paying him to show up like every six weeks or so. We're just going to continue. We're just going to pay him when he shows up. Um, so that's limited his dates. Everything seems pretty much set up for Money in the bank to cash in. I truly feel if Kevin Owens wins, he's cashing in that night. If yeah, Brock yeah, Lesnar sure. wins, if Brock Lesnar wins, Kurt Angle is saying Braun, you need to cash in.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, 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 that's that would be an awesome uh, storyline too. Like that, that Kurt was the one who did that. He like
0: he is a terrible
1: champion. He's the, he said he's the worst champion of all time. I like, actually, no. I actually think that's gonna happen. I think Kurt sends him out. I think Kurt gets on the mic like Vince did and on the Money in the Bank pay per view. Send out Kurt. Send out Kurt. <laughs> or send out. Uh, remember we says send out Del Rio. <laughs> get Del Rio out here. <laughs> gonna say, get Bronner out here. <laughs> I think that's actually what's gonna happen. Honestly, but you know, I if I say Roman wins, do, do you want to get burned
0: again? Stop saying burn. that nothing none of this affects me. Roman's a loser. <laughs> 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 none of this affects me. Could be quite honest with you, because he's he's lost before. He's talked the big talk and he's lost. Not once, not twice, thrice. Yes. Um, he's talked the talk. He's talked the biggest of talks. And said, oh, I'm going to beat him, I'm going to do this for this, I'm going to do this for my family, this is for professional wrestling, you're just a part-time guy, you do the part-time thing. Well, this guy, who only shows up four times a fucking month, four times a year, can still beat your ass. So what does that say about you, full-time guy?
1: And I always say this, like, if he loses again, it, the, the experiment's over. But it, Experiment's it's still,
0: been over. Experiment's it's still, over.
1: It's still going strong. It's still really. It's not not
0: an experiment anymore. They're going this because this is the biggest match they have on that card, and they want to sell tickets. Um, That's my, that's my guess on it because nothing else is bigger, and this is New York City, and this is SummerSlam, and they'll figure something out for WrestleMania.
1: (laughs) Then what? What would a realistic WrestleMania card fucking be, without Brock?
0: Without Brock, I think he's going to be on the card. (laughs) I still think Brock Lesnar is going to be a part of WWE. Um, Even if he is part of UFC at the same time, it's just like a pay for hire. He's like freelance champion, you know? Yeah. But never, Uh, probably
1: never touched the belt again ever.
0: No, he's probably not. Um, Shit. What would WrestleMania main event be at this point?
1: I think it'd be Charlotte Ronda, honestly. Charlotte Ronda. That's what I would say. That'd be the, that'd be the main event, but
0: I, I'm going to, I'm going to not, (sighs) <sighs> I'm choosing. If there has to be a winner, I'm choosing Roman Reigns.
1: I go Roman Reigns again.
0: I am not Reigns here to Reigns. be disappointed. If he if he loses, he loses. I'm. I, I've got no you know faith in him. But <laughs> I've got no faith in him. <laughs> I'm just saying for the purposes of someone cashing in. If it, you know what? I'm. Then that's Brock. You know what? Screw it. Brock. Brock cashing on Roman. Screw. Screw Roman. Roman's not the guy. Oh man, I'll say Roman again.
1: I'll say Roman again. Let's say Roman. Let's go with Roman. All right, Let's see what happens. And that's SummerSlam and Takeover for you guys. Uh, it, give us your predictions. Um, on our, send it to us at RNC Radio Live, or you can send it to me at OG Johnny Five or at Mills TV be watching along with all of you guys. We're going to be checking off. I, sh- I should really just listen back to this and see. We should have like a scorecard of who got what right.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Why not? Yeah, let's go that. Let's do that.
1: I'm, I'm going to take it. I'm going to do it on a spreadsheet or something and see what we got right. See what so we did. This is a big card,
0: you know? I don't it's think we got... We don't,
1: we don't have another big moment like this until like Sur- Survivor
0: Series weekend. Evolution, baby. Come on. Uh, Oh, don't no. We all don't right. have a card for no. that yet. Don't we don't, don't melt this up. All right, come on. Wow, did you just
1: Meltzer her? Melt Me?
0: Don't melt this up. Don't meltz this up. Melzer's not. Meltzer's not in favor of women uh, only women card. He's like, really? What's the biggest match gonna be here? Three stars. Turn that down. Yeah, he did say that. Turn that down.
1: Yeah, it's like gonna be a six
0: star match. <laughs> I think we can turn Meltzer down. Turn him down. Seriously.
1: That should be the name of this this episode. Turn Meltzer down.
0: Turn Meltzer down. Turn him down. He's got to go. We need to go. He's got to go. We need a. The J Five Star system is here and alive. (laughs) So I'm I'm fine with moving with that forward, until you also become old and out of touch and people. (laughs) I
1: got better. I got better scoops, baby. <laughs> yeah, <got> better scoops. <laughs> Try
0: me, motherfucker. hashtag scoops. Um,
1: uh, that has been the A show for this week. Thanks, you guys, for listening. It's been a very long week of wrestling for myself and meals. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as, of, as always, you can check RNC Radio out for all of the latest and greatest in our podcast. We have Late Fees, uh, Will Smith episode, which is doing really well and it's still up. We also have The Lookout, which featured myself this week, uh, talking about the Vegeta Saga, uh, with meals and Jeff. You also had two belts. And you have two belts coming this week. What are you guys talking about two belts this week?
0: Slime language, baby.
1: Slime language, which comes out on Friday, which is a, should be a fucking national holiday. Not you know because of tomorrow on Thug's birthday, which should be a national, a national holiday for everybody. Uh, we also have RNC Radio, the podcast with myself and Josh Pisa that is also out. Um, we have Perfect Play coming out as well. We have the G Show with myself and Cyrus, which is out now. You also have our special SummerSlam 2000 retrospective uh, live watch episode of the main event that is out as well. Check us out on everything that you can imagine we're on itunes we're on spotify you know turn that up search rnc radio on spotify some of our episodes are there don't worry we're working on getting all of them up there uh but if you have spotify you can check us out there uh, we're on stitcher we're on google play um and we're on soundcloud as well so thanks to everybody that listens to the show uh anything else you want to talk about meals
0: mm, i'm very hungry so no Jesus Christ. You just let everybody know all your problems. You just I'm very hungry. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to hold you. I'm sure they're hungry, too. Hungry for wrestling. But <laughs> I am hungry for food.
1: All right. So I won't, I won't hold you any longer. Until next week, guys. See you later. Happy
0: Rusev Day.